Nikita Brooks here. Welcome to the Single Moms Brunch Podcast. Yes, we are going to chat it up, ladies. Yes, we are. Where we have conversations about mindsets, opportunities, money, and definitely success. Go grab your mimosa, your eggs benedict, or maybe even your egg or waffle and join the conversation. Moms and entrepreneurs, Lakita Brooks here. Welcome to another episode of the Single Moms Brunch Podcast. And today we are talking about stick to your six month plan. And maybe you did a three month plan, maybe you did a one month plan, whatever plan you did, stick to it. I did a six month plan, but that's what I did in my world because I'm focused on money goals from now until December 31st, 2022. And if you know that you're that entrepreneur that desires to have more, that you're meant for more, you already have a good life, but you haven't figured out how to map out your money goals into action steps with a plan, book your high-end expert sales call with me at getpaidforyourexpertise.com. Once again, that is getpaidforyourexpertise.com. So last week, I was in Cabo when I recorded the podcast, and now I'm back home. And I've, I don't even know if that was last week. It could have been two weeks ago. All the time is just running together. But either way, I created my six-month plan. Because at our retreat, one of the things that we talked about was like, hey, whatever happened the first part of the year is just what happened. Good, bad, indifferent, great, whatever. Forget about all of that. And now let's take these next six months and look at it for what it is, and let's start from scratch. So literally, I thought about what do I really want my next six months to look like? And as as you know, if you've listened to me for a while, like I'm going to be an empty nester next fall. So roughly, I'm guessing August, September of 2023, my daughter will be going off to college Or if she decides to stay locally, I'm still not required to be a full-time parent living in a house with my daughter, period. So if she decides to go to college, awesomeness. If she decides to get a certification and pursue entrepreneurship, that's fine too. But either way, I'm not required to stay in Jacksonville, Florida after next year. So in Jacksonville, is lovely. There's nothing wrong with it. I'm just ready to spread my wings and I just see myself living on the ocean front somewhere where I can just get up, walk the beach, sit on my patio, look, you know, look out, do my work, take phone calls, help MSW degree, um, MSW students live a more fulfilling life figure out what they want to do, map out their social work career path, all that good stuff. So that's what I see for myself the rest of my life. And honestly, like we've talked about, I don't think I talked a lot about the social work incubator and my vision, but the vision I had January 24th, 2022 to be exact, is for the social work incubator. And I know that this is something that was God sent, Allah sent, Buddha sent, universe sent. It's basically spiritual. However you look at spirituality, I look at it as everything, just all, all the good stuff, the universe, everything. But this was not something that I just miraculously thought of. No, I know this was something that was spirit led and spirit sent. 
the social work incubator and it's three um it's three pillars to it one part is workforce development the second one is professional development and the third one is business development so right now i'm in the phase where i'm solely focused on workforce development and can i be honest with you all if it's up to me, I would do all of the workforce development stuff. Professional development, I would probably outsource all of that work to other social workers that pay them to render those services. And in business development, I'll do some creative stuff and I'll drop in. So part of it, I would do the other part I would outsource. But for now, I'm solely focused on workforce development. So I decided that for these next six months, I set my money goal for $330,000. And I'm doing the things now to build those relationships, to get to know who are the decision makers like at the MSW degree programs. What do they have a budget for? And this week has been pretty interesting. So like literally this was the actual first week where I actually started implementing my six month plan. And I'm going to tell y'all like it was really, really, really uncomfortable at times because part of my plan is. I actually do cold calls, which, oh my goodness, oh, I just want to say I dread cold calls, but I will say it was uncomfortable this week, but I did get a little more comfortable, not completely comfortable, but it did get better as I continue to do them this week. So, if, and so I'm doing cold calls, I'm planning on doing more speaking, so I need to submit some um, applications for like calls for, I think it's called call for papers for like national association of social workers. And I've connected with someone at the council of social work education. So those are different avenues and also social media. That's something that I've all always done. Not always, but I would say at least the past six months I've consistently done that, but now I actually do social media on LinkedIn and Facebook, but social media is still just one avenue. So this was the first week. So I um this morning I was thinking like, what in the world am I going to talk about on this podcast? And honestly, I didn't even know what I was going to talk about. But then I was like, you know what? I think I want to talk about just sticking to whatever that vision is. And like I said, for me, it's a six month plan. So I'm going to talk about six month plan. But in your world, it could be shorter. But whatever it is, stick to it. Because I'm going to tell you this week, like I had the list, like I literally typed up all the schools I was going to reach out to um three to four different individuals at each school I was going to connect with on LinkedIn um what was my voice script like what I was actually going to say when I call so I had all these things typed up and organized but as you're going through the week and as you're dealing with life you're not as organized so like I have these like seven sheets of paper with all these different notes and then I'm getting emails and I'm responding to emails so literally probably today I'm going to take some time to literally just type in my notes to say, okay, who I, who I talked to, who I didn't talk to, who responded by email, what did they say? Um, did they have different, um, do they have funding for different things? So basically it was a, it was a lot. Like I'm not used to being structured and disciplined and organized and having exact things to do every single day. But I know that that's part of the process because I've never, I I don't have a numbers driven business at this point. My business is not based on sales at this particular moment. Now that's the direction I'm going into. So it's different. But the way I've made my money in my business is through a federal grant. 
So basically, I applied for a grant at grants.gov, and I have a, a prop. Ah, I have a partner that runs a nonprofit, so we partnered together on a grant. But we have a quarter million dollar grant with the Department of Veterans Affairs for two years. So that's consistent income. So you could build your business that way by getting federal grants, state grants, city grants, um, by basically just getting or even just grants in general by different corporations. That's the way you can build your business and have consistent income. So it's not necessarily based on sales. It's more so based on you being able to submit your applications, apply, you know, make sure your package is, you know, polished and that you actually meet the requirements and boom, you could get that consistent income. So that's the way I've built my business in the past. And moving forward, I might still do some, you know, grant stuff, but in this particular moment is very niche. Like I desire to so like, let me say every single day of the week, like I could literally just work with MSW social work students on helping them find their niche, um, map out their career plans, map out their money goals, explore what careers might be a good fit for them or industries rather within social work, identify industries based on how much they need to generate. Um, problem solving at answering their questions, stuff related to internships, field placements like that right there. That is my heart. And that is my baby. And let me and how, and how do I know that's my heart and that's my calling. And that's what I meant. I'm meant to do because I'm in like a lot of different like social work groups. And in those groups, when I see posts by current MSW students and new MSW graduates and they're saying, well, I feel frustrated because I can't find a job or I don't know what to do. I can't find an internship and now I can't graduate. Or they're saying, I don't even know if social work is for me, you know, or they might say, well, what, what social work jobs pay the most? And it's like, it's not necessarily about getting the job that's going to pay the most. The most important thing when you're first starting out, it's actually just getting a job that's going to pay your living expenses. Because even I saw someone recently posted and they were like, you know, I'm a new graduate. I started working at a private practice, but I can't pay my living expenses. And I just want to take them and just hold them and just and say, no, baby, that was the number one job you had while you was in school making sure that once you graduated, you actually was going to have a job that you could pay your bills. So needless to say, that's something that I'm extremely passionate about. And you might be wondering, like, what's your passion or what's your purpose? And let me just give the caveat to this. You can't fully, listen to me clearly, you cannot fully give to your passions and your purpose until you're at a great place in your own life where you're living in overflow, you have access to give, whether it's your time, whether it's your talents, whether it's your treasures, you have to be in overflow. You cannot think about your passions and your purpose when you're still trying to figure out how you're going to meet your basic needs. You cannot. When you are at a place when you're just trying to figure things out, you solely need to figure out how you're going to get a J-O-B, to be able to make enough money to pay your bills and have a little extra to go to the restaurants, get your hair done, take, you know, go to a movie theater occasionally, maybe even take a car road trip to a theme park. That is your priority initially. But once you've gotten beyond that, like for me, 
When I was on social assistance, I could not think about my purpose and my passion back then. I was focused on what? When I was an MSW student, getting a job, earning a livable wage, which in my world, that meant getting a job that paid over 40000 That's where I was at. I wasn't thinking about going to Belize. I wasn't thinking about going to the Dominican Republic. I wasn't thinking about investing in business coaching and spending $30,000. No, my mindset as an MSW student was solely on being that present parent to be that homeroom mom, the dance mom, the car rider mom, the field trip mom, and make it over 40000 So depending on what season of life you're in dictates what you can really focus on and what you should be doing based on Maslow's hierarchy of needs. So in this season, since I've transformed my life from social assistance recipient to six-figure business owner, now I have the capacity, I have the money, I have the mental and emotional bandwidth to focus on my purpose and my passion. So if you're in that particular situation, the way I figured it out for me was just being in different social work groups like on Facebook, and when I read certain posts, they trigger me. Like, I see a lot of posts in there that it's just like, oh, okay, that's cool. But it's certain posts where I get triggered and I get emotional, not in a bad way, but it's like, oh, my goodness, I wish I could just help them. Oh, my goodness, let me let me help them the way that I can at this particular moment. Let me give them some advice. Let me give them some strategy. Let me give them some solutions to help them get to that next level, to help them survive, to help them be able to thrive. So when I see certain posts and when and typically it's those posts related to social work students and new social work graduates. So that's how come I figured out, dang, this this is something that's really important to me. I need to dig a little deeper into why is this important to me and how I'm going to actually do this. And get paid to do it for the rest of my life. So that's where I'm at now. Setting up the foundations. Building those relationships. Getting my name out there. Just doing all the things. (laughs) To be able to to get out there and to be able to support MSW students the rest of my life. Long as I'm here on this earth. To be able to help MSW students. So they can have a more fulfilling life. So they can have more impact. They can have more money. They can have more time. So to kind of put this into some structure to help you um, with mapping out what you, what you, with some of the things that I've done, this is the questions that I would ask you. So one, these are things I asked myself to be exact. How much do you want to make? So for me, like I said, it was a six month plan. Yours could be shorter. Yours could be one month. It could be three months. Shoot, it could be one week. It could be one day. Like whatever it is that you want to do. How much do you actually want to make? I stated that I want to make 330000 between now and December. I make like right at a little over 100000 now with my VA grants, but I'm not including that money. This is money solely from working with social work students in some capacity. Number two is, what are you going to do to make the money? So when I say that, it's like, so for me, I'm generating income from doing training. And I got a little secret. I actually started writing my book. Yay. I started writing the book yesterday because someone um, said today, it was like, well, Lakita, I think if you're doing presentations and you're actually going to have a booth, then you should actually have a book. So I actually started writing my book yesterday. 
So think about what you're going to do. Are you going to get a different job? Are you going to pursue entrepreneurial ventures? What type of services are you going to provide? I'm going to provide training. But as I'm working through this process and making cold calls and learning about budgets at MSW degree programs, I realize they don't have budgets for speakers. I don't know if they have a budget for a trainer, but what I do know is that they have budgets for instructors. They can also recommend um, students to get certain books or they can use a particular book in the class. So that could be one avenue. So just exploring ways to generate income, even though it might not be exactly how I envisioned it, because I'm just like, hey, these MSW degree programs can contract with me to for thirty thousand dollars. To bring me in to offer this eight module training on work for on basically social work career mapping. And then I could also provide community and mentorship for the students for a semester. That was my original vision. And that's what I still desire. And I'm also learning. Is that something that's realistic? Is it something that they actually have a budget for? And if they do great. And if they don't, what are other ways for me to still make the 30,000 per school? So those are some things that I'm doing and working through on how I'm actually going to make the money, the services I'm providing, and then how would you market your services? How are you going to, you know, get your name out there? How are you going to build your visibility? How are you going to improve your marketability? And listen, if you already have a master's degree or you have a doctor degree, you do not need another certification, another degree, another training, another workshop. You just need to tap it to yourself and just start getting it done. It doesn't matter if you have a website or not. All you need is simply a PayPal or you can use Stripe. You just need a way to be able to collect money and you just need to get a, have a way to connect with people. Whether you use a Gmail email account you just need to have a way to talk to people and be able to collect payments. That's it. So don't stress out. Don't freak out. Don't try to say, oh, my goodness, I need I need another degree or, oh, my goodness, I need to have a website. I need to have everything lined up. I need a graphic designer. I need this. I need all those different things are are good to have. Don't get me wrong. But when you're first starting out, I don't want you to. Hold up your process or even if you're already along the journey and you're interested in diversifying, I don't want you to hold up your process because now you're too busy doing all the things that's not income generating activities. So that's the thing that I learned like with the six month plan, I am mainly focused on income generating activities so then I can generate income because if you're not focused on income generating activities specifically, then you're not going to make the money that you want to make. So stick to whatever it is. Like I said, I'm being honest with you all. Like it's been uncomfortable. I didn't necessarily feel like doing it. Some days I was drained and I had like some last minute family things even come up this week and it was just like hey it was things that needed to get done but it wasn't part of my to-do list so I still needed to manage to get my work done to get the stuff done that I needed to do and be able to deal with family matters and other stuff during the week and then even just the uncomfortableness of making cold calls learning that the vision I had might not be the exact vision but I still desire to help students so it's been a process, but I challenge you, I invite you to stick to it and make sure you book your high end expert sales call with me. If you desire support with mapping out your money goals into action steps with a plan, I am Lakita Brooks. 
I love you all. I thank you all for tuning in. And you can have the impact, the money, and the time for self-care, family, and travel to do what you want, when you want to, how you want to, where you want to. That vacation lifestyle that I've been talking to you all about. Thank you. Until next Sunday at 11 a.m. for joining me today at the Single Moms Brunch Podcast. Yes. Make sure you like, share, subscribe, and tell all the other moms that you know about it. And you know what, mom? I can't let you go without giving you a free gift. So make sure you go to www.singlemomsbrunch.com. Once again, that is Single Moms Brunch dot com to get your free gift i am lakita brooks and remember you are not a single mom you are a mom that is single